with the exception of Mary Kay Letourneau and Billy Falau. Adults are not allowed to fuck kids. Fuck you, communist motherfucker. Hello and welcome. We're back from theballerlifestyle.com. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. Thank you very much for joining the program. Episode 287 of the show. Very kind of you to join us to be in our world. Um, If you'd like to reach out, do so. Sort of quiet on the emails lately. Mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com is the email address. Looking for some new blood there. Jump in. Also, voicemail 949-464-TBLS. The Baller Lifestyle Podcast Facebook page is still going. Haven't been there in a few weeks, but I imagine it's still going. You could be a friend of ours there. Um, Like, rate, and review wherever you're listening to this show. And, you know, this the show now... I switched hosting services, and the new hosting service doesn't have a – it's not downloadable. Like the little embedded player I put on the show is not downloadable, and somebody's like – somebody – I think it was our friend Dolomite's like, I can't download the show. I like to listen when I'm out of – out of range or whatever, not in cell range, and I was like – there's only like 900 apps that will do that for you without you av- actually having to go to a website and click on a link and download it every single week. So just subscribe via whichever podcast app is native to your phone. And then it will always be there every week, the baller lifestyle. Um, also, check out our subreddit. It's Things were good there. They're still kind of good. It's kind of um, amuses me, but we need more friends there. Uh, TBLS underscore podcast on reddit blow us up there share us with your friends do everything oh and we'll get to this is the most important thing patreon.com slash the baller lifestyle go to patreon give us five bucks a month and then every friday well sometimes i'll go out to a bar to watch a college football game on a friday night and i'll have a few ipas and i'll be a little buzzed and I'll forget that we're doing picks. But I'll get up in the morning and upload Ed Daly's picks for sure on Saturday morning. And I think he had a pretty good week. And I went 1-0. Despite not picking my Patreon games, I picked my guy via Twitter, the guard dog, on the Thursday night game, Gardner Minshew. And I'm 1-0 riding Gardner Minshew. And I'm going to ride him the rest of the season. Uh, joining me now, as always, co-host of the show, Ed Daly. Ed, what's up? Yeah, I, I had a good weekend. I went four and one. Four and um, one baby. The only the only one I missed was the last game, and that was uh, the Georgia Notre Dame game. I now have to say Notre Dame's D was pretty pretty respectable. So they're they're a decent. They're going to be a sneaky team. It has been fun the last couple decades because Notre Dame is almost always trash. Right. Like but, the easiest pick of all was when they coasted to the national championship game against Bama. Oh yeah. That was the biggest joke of a game ever. 
but, but sometimes they'll they, trick they you. They actually were solid. They were frisky. They, you know, they, they lost by six and they had the ball at the end, but that was kind of Georgia fucking up. They're, they're not that good, but they're good enough that they covered the 14 points. Uh, but I nailed the, uh, I nailed that Michigan, Wisconsin game. Um, you know, a whole bunch of them. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm on track now. I've, I've never gone. I think I went 500 the first week, one above 500 the next couple weeks, and then four and one last week. No, you're rolling. You're rolling. You're on fire. It's, you know, it's kind of like this show. Like the first right. 20 or so episodes are probably a pretty they hard were, listen. They were trouble. Right. Yeah. We're, we were finding our footing and we got rolling. And then every single one ever since then has been five to 14 ladles on the Reddit ladles, the scoop it up ladle right. scale. Um, speaking of that, you know, I was, I was watching that. Well, I wasn't watching. You know, I get up in the morning, I check my email, and I turn on the TV. And the because where I live, football games are on in the morning, and uh, the the Michigan Wisconsin game was on, and right. Michigan was getting their fucking dick kicked in, like they were really getting the shit kicked out of them. And I thought Michigan was supposed to be good. This year, and you know, a lot of times teams get a scare, and I don't really follow along that closely. Um, and I don't like, I don't know, don't really have a rooting interest. Like, the, as far as I'm concerned, the whole fucking Big Ten is trash. Like, a tomahawk missile could hit the stadium, except for possibly my Golden Gophers of Minnesota. I like them a little bit, but the but the rest of the league. What about my turfs? Oh, and the turfs. Oh, they're in the Big Ten. Are you sure they're in the ACC? <laughs> Yeah, and the Terps, of course. I love the Terps in their in their state flag uniforms. But I got up and I was like, kind of, I was kind of getting into it. I'm like, oh man, this game's whiskey's doing work here. They're running the football. And then I was checking Twitter, and friend of the show, Mark the Nomad, was really as he's a big Michigan fan. I believe he's an alum, and he was really melting down. I felt kind of bad for him, so I offered him some some friendly advice. I just said, hey, maybe you can get your uh, diploma reversed like your vasectomy. And I think he got really mad at me because he DM'd me and he was like, you know, no, you sent all the troglodyte. You got all the troglodytes replying to me. I don't even know what that word means. And I was like, oh. And then I looked and it was like two. He had like two people that replied via my reply. But then I looked and then someone's like, oh, he blocked me because I made fun of him for getting his vasectomy reversed, which is a fantastic story. I don't know. That's, I think that's funny. Great story. I, yeah, I don't think that's anything to, to be ashamed about. And I don't think he is because he told the story here. But then I looked. I'm like, oh, I wonder if he blocked me. And then I looked at his page and that motherfucker unfollowed me, which is almost worse. I'd rather be blocked. Yeah. Like, and like he... go the full, go the full route. And it's not like, I'm not like one of these tweeters. Like I barely ever make tweets. And I'm, so I'm being unfollowed Bro, it's a, a silly, a, just a, just a harmless bit of, Hey, take it or leave it. Here's some advice. You're a guy that's known to have things reversed. See if you can get this thing reversed. And then you won't be in this situation where you're so unhappy every Saturday. I thought I was helping him out. <laughs> Anytime. The Terps get upset in basketball to one of one of these uh, one of these crummy teams that one of you supports. I always hear hear from it, and I, I don't I don't want to. And notice, I never talk shit to anybody because I don't really want to hear it in re- in reverse. That's no, true. He's 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 chirping about Michigan all the time, even but in the off season. Also, 
well, you're right. He's talking about lots of shit. Yeah. I remember the most annoying tweet of all time was, oh, I wonder what it's like not being in the Final Four, like like just being oh, real douchey so about dumb. Michigan basketball. Oh, that's awful. That's awful. But anyway, awful. but anyway, I don't. I don't go on Twitter if I'm pissed off about a loss yep. because I know that that's where the vultures are. Yeah. So it's, it's a, it's a dunk. Stay away. Yeah. You're going to get dunked on if you, if it's like the Japanese proverb, the nail that gets, that sticks up is gets hit with the hammer. That's not exactly how it goes. I feel like I'm paraphrasing that, a little yeah, bit. It's, yeah. it's something like that. But uh, anyway, I don't, it's like this Mark the Nomad. I thought he was a friend of ours. He, we had him on our diehard show. Guy did fucking face off with us. I mean, he's reviewed some movies here. He's guest hosted when you were in Europe. And then you make right. you give you give one just small bit of helpful assistance via the Twitter machine, and all of a sudden you're not friends anymore, which I you know, I just thought was kind of weak on his part. But to hey, each his right own. Now, yeah. I'm just flipping around and I think I just saw Michael uh Michael Douglas is dong. Does he show his dong? I think it basic basic instinct. Oh, I, think I just saw a side dong. He's a little guy, Mike Douglas. Yeah. Well, he's, I mean, and in all these movies, he's going down, and we know what happened yeah, to that throat. Of his. Yeah, I saw him on the Emmys. I saw him on the Emmys. He's looking pretty old, and I think he had some type of a a cravat cravat. Oh. type of thing just like keeping i don't know if he had a surgery there i mean he looks pretty he's in his 70s is it, are they right. still doing the weekend at bernie's thing with his dad or are they oh no he's still no he's been around recently yeah because they would have him speaking it was like dick clark yeah like, couldn't and tell what he was saying yeah he had he's uh over 100 he might be 102 or three yeah spartacus is is uh not too easy to Understand, and he's had a stroke. I mean, just you know, it's like you know who you don't see around ever. No, Richard Simmons, Gene Hackman, him too. Richard Simmons, Gene Hackman, legend. Yeah, he's he retired. He's fucking great. Gene Hackman was great in everything. He's an amazing actor. I don't know what his last movie was, but he retired probably like a decade ago. And you know what? He did it quietly. He wasn't like Derek Jeter, where he was going around and getting a fucking Barca lounger. Farewell tour. Yeah, every ballpark. Or Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who's getting a Rolls Royce. chair. Yeah. It's like, he just quietly said, people were like, hey, where the fuck's Gene Hackman? And he's like, I'm retired. And Gene Hackman, he's probably in his mid-80s at this point, and he's just- he, he could still have delivered work. Totally. Totally. But he, he just thought it was time. Whereas- you know, they they bring out Kirk Douglas to speak about something and it's like, buddy. It's not fair to Kirk it's Douglas. It's okay to just not it just not be in the public eye anymore. You can still be alive, but you can't nobody can understand you. It yeah, it's not fair to Kirk Douglas. And that reminds me, Bruce Dern he's still Well now acts. he's play he's playing he's playing a guy who's just holding on by a thread. In, in everything. So he was in that um right uh Glorious Bastards, he was yeah. in the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, yeah. but he's playing a guy who's at Death's Door. I saw him just this past weekend. He's in the Shia LaBeouf movie, Peanut Butter what Falcon. What? And, yeah. And Sounds like a Mad Lips 
What? It's it's actually kind of good. So you're the LaBeouf fan now. Well, I'm not a LaBeouf fan, but <laughs> my, we're going to the movies with the family, and Fancy Sauce had offered up she wanted to she wanted to take the kids to either the LaBeouf picture or the one where it's like an Indian guy that loves Bruce Springsteen or something. And oh yeah, blinded yeah, by the light. Yeah, and the kids like looked at me and they're like, "We're not seeing that Springsteen thing, are we?" Like, just do some lobbying here, and I'm like, "Okay." So we went to the LaBeouf one. It's pretty good. It's got it's LaBeouf. I haven't heard about it. And he co-stars with a guy with Down syndrome. What? Yeah. Is this like the Crispin Glover movie? It's not. No, Crispin Glover's were all his movie. It was entirely. It was exclusively Down syndrome people. And I think they were just like playing it straight. Not that they can't because it is called acting. But right. this this guy featured in this movie the character did in fact have down syndrome. Okay. And it's a pretty good movie. Like I don't, you know, it's not like the Godfather part two, but it's an enjoyable, um, you know, it gets the emotions going. Peanut butter Falcon recommend also featuring Bruce Dern. Okay. Um, yes. Yeah. I just want to point out a couple things in the big stories in the news. It's already started to fade, but this Justin Trudeau with the brown face. Yeah, you know bug. all these other pic- all these other pictures that surface resurface are like from the eighties. This was oh one, and he was twenty nine years old. Yeah, two thousand. What twenty nine? Too old. Too old. And it was like he's like it's an Arabian. It was an Arabian Nights themed party. Okay, I don't I don't know what that is. I don't know if you need to be having an Arabian Nights themed party, but you know you can just do you can wear the costume and not shoe polish the face. Right, I was Easy last year. Yep, and you were just went as white as white. Yeah, you look yeah. like albino Easy. I thought it was great. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, I just thought there's no excuse. I, there's, there's no excuse. Every child grows up knowing that that's no big deal. I mean, a, a no go. It is a big deal. It's a no go to put the blackface on. But if you're saying like, well, he was, he was 14 and this was 1981, you'd be like, I, I guess he didn't quite know. But oh, one. Yeah, I mean, that's modern. Give me times. a break. Had that's the modern. Give times. me a break. Had the blackface episode yeah. 20 years that's earlier. Right. Al Jolson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's that's uh, modern times. It's was was unfortunate. And I like when he's like, I could like he's on record with three black slash brown faces. And then he's like not ruling out possible other black faces that he doesn't recall. Right. He he definitely has more because he he left it really wide open that there could yeah, be other pictures right. that come out. Ask me how many times I've done blackface. <laughs> Mm. Have you done blackface ten times nope, in your life? Never, zero, five zero times, zero, Less zero times. Five. Yeah, that's that's the only answer. Yeah, no blackface in this day and age. It's it's just my my kids know there's no blackface. Yeah. This is just not something that happens. It's awkward. Yeah. Um, and I also wanted to say that I too applaud that that uh, Swedish girl Greta Thunberg. Amazing. Yeah, I could. I couldn't do shit at 16. No. And she sailed the, she sailed yeah. here, but not by herself. Right. right. Yeah. But yeah. I think she did a lot of work. Yeah. 
I don't want to do work. I don't get and, like even if you disagree with her politically, I don't get like people that are like, oh, this piece of shit. She wants to save right. the world. Fuck her. Yeah. And you like, know, what, oh. her 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 aim is pure here. She's not yeah. she's not getting paid by someone. It's not it's not the opposite. And yeah. and the one thing that and it's it's admirable that there is a kid who's fighting for something that isn't like more time at Fortnite or whatever. Like yeah. she's doing something yeah. uh, altruistic, and the and people calling her mentally ill or you know she's a prop and and this and that. Um, and the thing that I'll never get it well I, I'll never get that this is some sort of political issue like the environment where you see these thousand year storms happening every yeah. year. Yeah. Um, Category but, fives. But what I don't get is all these people that are in the bag for the Koch brothers. The Koch brothers wouldn't piss on you if you're on fire. No, no. Well, one one is dead. They're like your. They're like your. Hopefully, the other one dies soon. But but like they don't. They're not giving kickbacks to the people who are helping them deny no. climate change. And a Koch brother, what you're wrong. A Koch brother would piss on you if there was a dollar in it for a Coke brother. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Like he if would, I he said, would charge you for the lost urine. If I said, Mr. Coke, the one that's not dead, David Coke. If I said, listen, I would like you to piss on this guy over here has been supporting your causes for 10 years. I would like to take, I would like you to take out your old wrinkly ass dick and piss all over him. Here is $1 for your trouble. His, that dick would already be out. He would just be pissing up all. He's a, let me get him on the face. Let me get it all over him. I'm just going to piss on this guy because there's a dollar in it for me. Wait, are you saying these guys are just driven by money? I mean, it's based on the evidence. I'm only going based on what I see. But it's just, it's, it, it never will make sense to me that people, I, I get why the Koch brothers were doing what they did. I didn't, yeah, they're I didn't rich. agree they want, with it, but they, I get but they, were, they, they, be richer. they had a financial interest yeah. in every move. But these other people that are, you know, and, uh, making twenty six grand a year, that they, they that their lives are affected. They live, you know, on the uh, Mississippi Delta. No, it's and they're getting fucked up. Like, wh what are the Koch brothers doing for you? No, nothing. This is this is the fucking genius of it, and this is why I support or ad don't admire, but I respect the Koch brothers and people of their ilk because. Their whole thing is, I'm super fucking rich. You want to be rich. You should support me being even more rich. You'll never be rich like me. I was born this rich. You, that's the right. only way you get this rich for the most part. You're never right, going to something like 80% of wealth is inherited. Yeah. Something crazy yeah. like that. You're never going to get rich like me, but do, do my bidding just in case, just in case <laughs> you, you never, never know. know. You never know. It, there may come hurt. a day when you're as rich as me and all the things you've done to benefit me, they'll still benefit me more than you they and might, probably not you at all, might, but you might be rich. Yeah. You might get as rich as me someday, even though it's unlikely. That's great. No, I, I respect that. I respect that greatly. Ed, I'm going to, we have a bunch of voicemails to get to, but I don't, 
my rig isn't set up. I'm just realizing now my rig isn't set up to play the voicemail. So we'll catch up. So let's build them up for next week. Yeah, we'll catch up on everybody that called in next week. We'll just do a big blowout of all the voicemails. Sorry to the voicemailers that we did choose, that we did select we'll to play to this week. We'll get to There's some technical difficulties. Uh, quick email. Ballers. I'm very happy to let you know that we have recently shifted things around in our office. This has led to the availability of more sounds from the corral. Oh, this is the horse guy, Dave in Rancho San Clemente. Wait, so this is the thing that I, I couldn't yeah. understand. Is he <laughs> is he making these noises in reaction to somebody sneezing, or he has a horse noise after he sneezes? So I think it is like a nervous, like a Tourette's situation. Of course, now I but, can't play the sound. He, it's driving me crazy. After he sneezes or after? After someone else sneezes. In, oh, you know so it's how, his involuntary reaction. I just couldn't tell if it's his like way of clearing his throat after he sneezes. No, I think it's... He's a, reacting to yes, someone else. Yes, like, or, when, off, like when somebody yawns and you yawn. Yeah, it's that. It's, except his sounds like a horse, and I'm, I'm super bummed that I'm not set up to play that. And I apologize to everybody. And uh, we'll catch up on the build, more sounds next. Build week. up the excitement over the the horse man. Yeah, absolutely. Centaur. Okay. Okay, Ed, what is going on in the world of sports? Well, Cal. Oh, this is one of the games I I nailed. Uh, Cal visited Ole Miss, and the TV broadcast caught an Ole Miss fan yelling at a Cal fan, fuck you, communist motherfucker. Yep. Um, and, you know, let's just remember that uh, Mississippi is taking more funds than California. <laughs> yes. Taking a lot more they're public they're, funds. They're taking, they, if, they're if, taking if, funds if they from California. Yeah, they, if they didn't suck off the teat of American uh, hand-me-downs, they'd be obliterated i like when i like when one of these shitbag states that like needs it the most where their governor like what's um who's the guy that went on the appalachian trail and he's like i'm like i'm hiking yeah mark Mark sanford Sanford. he's like i'm hiking the appalachian trail and i'm the most christian member of congress i hang out with the prayer breakfast guy and then it turns out he wasn't hiking the appalachian trail he was fucking his argentinian mistress right well, he was like the governor of, uh, I think after that, he became the governor South Carolina? of South Carolina. And then um, the ACA passed, and he's like, we're not taking any of that money. He's in like one of the fucking poorest states. Right. Like, <laughs> and uh, you just, and also- I'm just going to fuck over my own people. Like, I, there's people here that need this help. Here comes the help. No, thanks. We're fine. <laughs> and, and, uh, the poor misguided Democrats when they heard, oh, somebody wants to primary Donald Trump, and it was that guy. Yeah, it's like, that yeah. guy's not going to do shit. No. <laughs> that That's guy's right. a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of that state, yeah. South, oh, Carolina South Carolina newspaper. Yeah. The newspaper had to apologize for mocking Gamecock quarterback's suicide prevention charity in honor of his brother. <laughs> so remember Ryan Halinski Hel- who shot himself the Wazoo quarterback in the offseason? Yes. His brother well Tyler killed himself and Ryan's the brother who plays for South Carolina. Oh my well, God. the 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 charity or thing is called Halinski's Hope and then like the headline was something like no hope for Halinski 
Um, oh, that is so fucked Because up. he had a bad game. And I, they just try to be too clever with that, with the headlines. Yeah. No hope. I mean, if you're, if you're being funny, but nobody in the sports section is going to be funny. Like There's the, no sports editor that's that funny. The New York papers are good at it, but they do it every day. That's all that you write. Those papers are garbage, but the, the headlines are good. They're great. There's people and that specialize I, in those headlines. I don't think they can really ever come back from the Anthony Weiner scandal days. Oh, yeah. Because like they were so good. It's just, you can't, you can't top that. Yeah, it's a peak. Well, I mean, it's the, it's actually, there's a little more degree of difficulty because when it's the dude's name is Wiener and he's doing sexual stuff, it's kind of like handed to It's you. a little, yeah, it's a little easy, but it's, yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? Totally. Um, uh, but that reminds me, South Carolina, who was that real cool? He was like the original Johnny Manziel, that real cool. Tannehill. Steve Tannehill. With the mullet? Oh my God. Is he like, he has to be employed there somewhere, right? Like he has to do something like he's a fundraiser, like whatever I, Nick I Young did was. See he, yeah. I saw him, uh, make an appearance and sadly he's just got like a regular cut. Ah, like Billy Ray. You got, yeah. You got it. When you, once you get famous for a look like Dorothy Hammond, I mean, uh, uh, what with Bob uh, Ross? He like happened to be just going through a little perm phase, yeah, and when that show hit, they he said, stuck he, "You're yeah. stuck, buddy. Perm forever for you." Oh, that was tough. That's yeah, such, that's it's not a great look to be married to. That's but it's a tough look. Yeah, Tannehill had a sweet look, and he had. I, I mean, think, I just, I just sent you the picture that's going to have to accompany the show. Yeah, I mean, did does he, um, does he have the like hat, the crop jersey? Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> beautiful, he, right? He really, beautiful. yeah, he really has the Camaro crash helmet going, where it's super business in the front party in the back. Like if you catch him from the right angle, it looks like he just has a normal haircut. But if he just slightly turns his head, you're like, Whoa. Wow. Sweet. He's the current co-owner of group therapy in five points, Columbia in South Carolina. Yeah. He's a, he's a big hitter. Like, you know, you don't big wheel at the cracker factory. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He's only 46. There's so much life to live. Grow that hair out again, yeah, buddy. That's great. Um, Malcolm Gladwell. You know, he's, he's running out of his contrarian ideas. So the thing, well, tell the story. Tell the story first. Well, he's trying to, I didn't even put the link in here, but he's trying to defend Joe Paterno and his latest first book. Problem. He's gone on, first problem. He's gone out. He's gone on podcasts. And he's saying, he's essentially saying he did it on Bill Simmons. He's done it elsewhere. He does it in his book because the Deadspin, uh, there was a Deadspin writer who like broke down the chapter. He's essentially saying it's preposterous for a 75-year-old football coach to be expected to behave towards a, towards a suspected pedophile with the savvy and insight of a psychiatrist. That's uh, the defense. Uh, I mean – Boy buggering's been going on since the Greeks, as far as we know. Like, right. It's not, you don't need to be a, psych, I'm not a psychiatrist. 
Right. How about I just being human? Wrong. Hey, yeah. there's a just, kid. Yeah. There's a kid being, you might not be able to diagnose Joe Paterno is only known how to, you know, set up defense. He might not know what drove uh, Jerry Sandusky to be the man he is or how the kid sure. can handle this after the fact. I'm not expecting him to give the kid therapy. I'm expecting him to just put an end to a terrible thing that happened. And he didn't. And he can go fuck himself. And that statue uh, should should be melted instead of like, I think they just keep it in a warehouse until it's time to put it back up. They want that statue up. Everybody knows that with the exception of Mary Kay Letourneau and Billy Falau, adults are not allowed to fuck kids. It's just a thing. It's, it's just, just a known thing. You don't need it's not a, it's not that's not an age-based opinion. Like everybody knows and this Gladwell like we figured him out. He wrote a couple books I'm and the contrarian. Right. They were kind of interesting. They pointed right, out some the stuff. Right, the 10,000 hours. Yeah. And but then you look back you and know, it's it's just pseudoscience and you're like, "Wait, this guy doesn't really he's just proposing this there's not really any any evidence or data or if he's cherry picking the data he does he's not really making any scientific arguments he's just saying he's just hey what professional if contrarian yeah yeah and uh and you know if the ten thousand hour theory is correct well then 75 year old joe paterno has lived more than ten thousand hours as an adult that should know that adults can't totally be with exactly. kids exactly so fuck you and your 10,000 hours. Yeah. Um, so there was a fire in Philadelphia this past weekend. And a hero at the scene was uh, talking about how babies were being dropped down to him and he was catching them. I heard this on and the radio. He, he used the story to take a shot at Eagles receiver Nelson Aguilar on the local <laughs> news. He's like, and I was catching him, unlike Nelson Aguilar. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's a I fucking mean, hero. I know what what a bummer if you're just you're just a receiver uh, and you're just tuning into the news and sure enough <laughs> a hero is just like taking a shot it's supposed to be like a feel good story the guy saved a bunch of lives and he's like yeah except for your shitty receiver Nelson Aguilar it's it's a pretty fucked thing to do to poor Nelson Aguilar but it's kind of he's fun. just a not so great receiver from yeah. USC <laughs> yeah I mean uh, it's still hilarious though. <laughs> It's great. I, I I encourage you to watch the little interview. The guy's really like caught up in the moment of talking about saving babies, and all of a sudden, Nelson Aguilar gets just pulled into the discussion. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, awful. So during the NBA summer free agency signing period, Andre Iguodala said during an interview, because I guess the, the, the rumors were out that he was getting moved, he said, I'll probably end up in Memphis or some shit. He was soon traded to Memphis. Yeah. It sucks. And they want to release him, right? Like he, yeah, I don't, I mean, that happens all the time in the NBA P teams make all these trades yeah. and then they just get the, the guy gets what he wants anyway. They want to yeah, be playing for a contender. Yeah. And they know, I think they know that the Clippers and the Lakers are just like kind of waiting for him to be released or stretched or whatever they call it. Yeah, so they want to see if they can get a player out of it. But these guys have these teams have traded all their players, so they don't they're not really in a position to do any trades. So it's one of those things. You and know? I would say, while you're with the Grizz, 
there's some good there's some good times to be had in Memphis. Yeah, you love Memphis. Delicious. Delicious barbecue. It's pretty dangerous though. Isn't there only like two blocks yeah, you, of inhabitable to, Memphis? Yeah, it's Beale Street. Yeah. And then you can stay at the Peabody Hotel, watch the ducks. And then uh man, I I mean my early Wall Street days, I went to a uh full contact karate strip club with some customers. I mean <laughs> Wow, Is this the two states guy. You were the Dave something. Uh, yeah, Dave wasn't there because he's he's a big fucking nerd. But um, but we went we went to this place, and then there was a tornado warning, and I was in the champagne room while the tornado warning happened, and they're like, "Hey, well, nobody's going anywhere," and I was getting ready to leave, so yeah. I probably spent an extra like two three hours in a in a champagne room. Because of this, were they playing songs? Because they get you, they get you per song in the champagne room. Yeah, well, UBS was paying for it, so <laughs> it wasn't my problem. Okay, this was before the crackdowns happened, right? So you don't have the the, no, the no. song intro. We're just no. going to non-sports. I'll, I'll put it in. Uh, I'll put it in post. Well, an unfortunate story about Argentina. Condoms have gotten so expensive that people have just, just they're they're rocking fire. They're they're yeah. They are not wrapping up anymore hey, in Argentina. It's undefeated. It's no, the, it's not. Yeah, it's, it's undefeated. It's I extremely difficult. I have in in my life, I have used a condom so few times it's embarrassing, and never had an issue. Never had an issue. You just. You don't you take the stuff before before the stuff comes out you you pull it out and you put the stuff somewhere else put the stuff mm-hmm. any other place is you fine for the stuff spot. yeah you don't yeah, put, I, you I, don't I, put it in I, the I, side outside you know when you're you know when you're uh, you're surfing and you're not sure if you're gonna get past that wave and you're like fuck it I just got to duck dive because yeah, you're not gonna make it over. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's me every time. There's no when when the wave is coming, oh, I, I can't. Just let it go. Yeah. Well, I do that now, right? But I'm just saying I do that it's when it's always safe. Been, it's always it has always been the case with me. I, I I when that wave comes, I can't stop. Yeah, sometimes you know, a lot of times they'll let you know, hey, I'm fertile, or right, yeah, you know. right. They give you a heads up and you just. Right. This is the opposite know. of that time of the month. You don't like rock and fire. Now, if you're a um, professional athlete or somebody of means, see, I'm just a dirtbag. So it doesn't matter. But if you have, if there's value in your release, I would suggest mm-hmm. corralling that release and disposing of it. But otherwise, like Boris Becker, yeah, yes. properly disposing yes. of it. Poor Boris Becker, poor guy. He did the right uh, thing. He tried. He tried. And so he did it. He tried to do the right thing. I saw, I saw Boris Becker one time, and in a um, in a hotel lobby in Munich. And first of all, not a small big dude. dude. Big dude. Big all over, big guy, and he was with a woman. Might have been she was a she was of mixed race. Might have been 
the, just the most stunning human being I've ever seen in real life. Just, she, I, I assume she was a model because she was like 5'11". Uh, the guy does well for himself. Made one mistake. Didn't, wasn't really his fault though. I mean, I just, right. I, I don't see how, uh, like how I said, he, he tried to do the right thing. Yeah, he just, absolutely. it didn't work out. Um, after their CEO detailed mass layoffs, I think about 10% of the company was, uh, headed for the exits. We work employees were treated to shots of tequila and a set from rap legend DMC. <laughs> I mean, DMC is awesome, but if you're, that was probably like a half a year of a secretary's salary to get DMC to show up. <laughs> yeah, so you can do a winded version of it's tricky as right. they're all heading out the door. Right. I, cause I saw them in college. Yeah. This is, this is when, uh, Jam Master Jay was still with us. Yeah. Um, and they, they might have gotten through like four or five songs and they were out of gas. Like they didn't even, they weren't even able to dip into "Down with the King" or anything right, off right. of like they just could do just do the, the main hits. three yeah. or four. That's it. He so I uh, I heard DMC recently on a podcast, and apparently he was really getting deep into the yayo around that time. Yeah, he was took took him a while. He's, he doesn't have the strongest voice. He doesn't. He, I think he had a stroke or something that's kind of made it, it worse. But uh, he uh, he he mentioned on the show that he'd probably spent half a million dollars on cocaine. One thing I always liked about him was he was he was the the real deal though because they I remember in an interview they were like, well, who's your influence? And they wanted him to to say you know somebody more urban. He's like Elton John. Yeah. He was my hero. And yeah. they're like, I, I remember seeing the interview and they're like, yeah, but I mean, you know, were you more of a Grandmaster Flash guy? And he's like, well, first of all, that's not a, that, that's a DJ, but <laughs> no, I was, I was always into, I was always into Elton John. I thought he was great. And like, they just, you know, in certain radio stations or whatever that interview, they didn't want to hear that. Yeah. So it was pretty funny. I, yeah. On that same podcast, I heard he was talking about how he was like a Catholic school nerd and he was like other other kids were like into like basketball players and mcs and he was into like silver surfer and superman <laughs> well so, remember yeah, it real his his glasses were a look because he became really famous but those that's those just, are just terrible glasses, glasses. Yeah, that's those just, some real thick yeah and those are nerd glasses totally became a look um, the WeWork guy, I just saw today, update to this story. The WeWork CEO yeah. got shit-canned. He got a vote of no confidence or whatever by the board. And this is the same guy that he was, like, going in and, like, buying buildings on his own. And then he was like, hey, we should put a WeWork in this building. And it was, like, a building uh -huh. he owned. He's a like, little too proactive. Yeah, he's like, this would be a good <laughs> spot for a WeWork, and it's like a place, his place. And was WeWork the one with the umbrella? Did we, did you see that? Uh, I don't know. There was a WeWork. I want to say it was in DC. This was a big viral thing, where it was like, you know, how like some offices are like sliding glass doors. You know, it's all like yes. glass yes. cubes. 
Well, some guy was like leaving for the day or something and he closed the door behind him and his umbrella fell and like blocked the door. You know how you like put a wooden dowel in your sliding glass door and it's basically impenetrable? Well, his umbrella fell and it was like a two or three day thing, viral thing where people were like, break the window and like trying to come up with solutions, (laughs) shake it. (laughs) And eventually they had to have like the maintenance man drill through the ceiling and then drop a wire down through the ceiling and then hook the umbrella and move it out of the way. And then that's how they were able to get in. But I don't feel like that was a great commercial for WeWork. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it seems like he had a bit of a rocky tenure and uh, in the closing times he didn't really, that's that's not a, you got to read the room. I don't think people yeah, just want. You don't yeah. throw a party after layoffs. Yeah, you're just supposed to. You're just supposed to make it as comfortable a situation as possible. Yeah. Um. Now we've we've talked about you know some of these African countries. A Tanzanian man tried to get real creative. Yeah. Um. And Tanzania, as far as some of these countries go, I think pretty modern. Pretty modern. So hold but- on, I have a, I have an addendum to this story. This happened in Tanzania, but the guy, the couple, oh, he's not Tanzania. He's not. They Tanzania. were from Louisiana. Okay, so this because it just I felt like okay, this yeah, does seem like just a, a regular America. Tanzania dipshit. is like where you go for you know beautiful. Isn't that is that where Kilimanjaro? Five now, yeah. It's where uh-huh. you go to see the big five or seven. Yeah, however many like there that, are, you go see them there. I'm not doing that. Do you know how long of a flight I, that I, is? Fuck it's a long that. flight. That's nope. that's the one place I I do want to go to Africa. Oh, it's so low on my list. It's so far. I mean, the animals are amazing, but occasionally a fucking elephant will stomp somebody. It just that's if an true. elephant wants to stomp the fuck out of you, there's not. There's no. Yeah, the guardrails on your little. Your little uh, truck aren't yeah. going to do anything. No, you're fucked. And they'll come in the night and stomp your tent or your hut or whatever. If they're just pissed. Oh, yeah. I'm not. I, I would have no, to be yeah. far away from the ground. Yeah. No, I'm with you there. Well, anyway, a man in Tanzania died after attempting an utter underwater marriage proposal. I guess he was taken too long. Ground. I saw that. So he, or I think I heard on the radio. He sw- so they had like an underwater room or something, which I have claustrophobia. I I did I couldn't do that. No, so the windows to the room like looked out in like a aquarium or something. He swam down with a piece of notebook paper and some flippers, and I think he had to swim down pretty deep to get to the room. And then he held, and this is staged because the girlfriend was video. There's video. And so, so the gr- watching him die. Yeah. The girlfriend's like, ah, no, he's like, holds the paper up to the window and she reads it. And then she's like, oh my God. Yes, yes, yes. And then he swims off. But then that was it. Like never, never made it to the surface. Oh, so ran but out of air between, think. between the proposal. How and far the down was this room? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe 20 feet, 15 feet. Yeah. Maybe he would have been safer just looking at elephants. It's a good call. Seems like 
seems like a bad idea. I hope he got there. to see the elephants first before right. this. this yeah, but he probably was like, whew, thank God I didn't get trampled. Now I'll just do something safe like proposing. Didn't work out. He should have gone the safe route and taken her to a Louisiana Tech or a Tulane game on a Saturday and thrown a sawbuck to the scoreboard guy to put a <laughs> message up there. Uh, Elaine, Elaine, will you marry me? Y or N? And then he could be there like with the ring. Like that's a really cool one. Guys. Yeah. Do that. There's, pl- there's plenty of elbow room at those Tulane games in the Superdome too. Yeah. Although yeah. Yeah. I saw a very exciting Tulane game last week. They were yeah, great. They- yeah, didn't they, they have, have like comeback. a big comeback? They had the fake kneel down move. I love the fake, the fake kneel, kneel down. down. College football is the best. It's the best. Best. Fuck out of here, NFL. Uh, Florida officer fired for arresting two six-year-old students at a school for throwing tantrums. This guy's a real piece of shit. Yeah. Um, were they standing their ground? These <laughs> six-year-olds? Yeah, these were just, you know... Perfectly, uh, perfectly white children. Do you think that? Well, I, I saw this on the local news. I know. The children definitely. The cop, the cop was black too, though. Right. Everybody, everybody in the story is black. And but you know you're a real piece of shit, cop, because they don't. Cop, cops have a strong union presence, and mm-hmm. they're not just going to fucking. They're not going to fire somebody without getting the union to agree to it first because what they'll do is be like hey you got you give us this one we'll give you the next one that's how they do it and a lot of usually somebody gets fired they get their the union gets them their job back so it's you know the guy's a real piece of shit if they immediately fired him and everybody's cool with it like oh yeah he's fired fucking right Um, so he'll be able to get a job as a cop in the next town i have a family connection to uh a cop that was fired and certain people insist that this guy did nothing wrong and he was fired immediately. And I keep saying, uh, they, these police unions don't go down without a fight unless they feel there's no fight to have. Exactly. They don't, they, they fight, they fight the winners. Right. They They don't fight the losers. They like to, they like to pad that record. Teen admits to serving teachers semen-tainted crepe in cooking class. Death penalty. Death penalty. Yes. Yes, but. Well, not but. Yes, and. Yeah. I don't have any remorse for whatever happens to the teen. However, what fucking teacher is going to eat anything prepared by a student? They always do. Did you have home ec? I had cooking class. I had cooking yeah. one and two yeah. before the budget cuts and they got rid of the class. Yeah. But I, I loved it. Um, uh, but the yeah. teacher. I mean, but. Got to taste the food. They'd come around and but, taste your omelet. Okay, but I've been in a cooking class. Where would the semen? I mean. Wh- <laughs> oh, I, I think I read this. He brought it. He premeditated. So this is an immediate death penalty case because it's 
not only is it weaponizing <laughs> your weaponizing your is it premeditated fluids, as if accidentally semen could have just flown into well, the the bowl no, as he's mixing I mean, the eggs. He brought he produced the <laughs> semen off, he produced the semen off site. Yeah, uh, it called for shortening. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I yeah. I will tell you, I had made the mistake. Um, this was like freshman year of high school. I made the mistake of using baking soda instead of powder, and the teacher got real upset. She goes, "Ew, it tastes like soap!" and got real angry with me. Yeah, and then and then I got in trouble for bursting into laughter. But it was funny the way she was like scraping her tongue. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that got me detention. And and you got like a D on your cookies. Yeah, but I still I still kicked ass in that class. But it's just a bad day. I one time, I think it might have been like spring break or something, or it was the weekend. And we had a um we had a baseball game. Mm-hmm. And me and my buddy Spence and my buddy Lance were walking through campus like to get to the gym locker room area to catch the bus to our game and we had this joint and i think i might have told this story on this show before and we had this joint and we didn't have a lighter and we didn't have any matches and we were like what the fuck are we gonna do and we're walking through campus we're like how could we possibly play a freshman baseball game not high yeah (laughs) So we're walking with our doobie and we're like, what do we do? And then we saw that like the top window of the home ec room was like cracked. So one of us, it was probably mm-hmm. me because I was the smallest, climbed up and climbed through the window of the home ec room. And then I went to the, I'm sure the statute of limitations has expired on this. I went to the door and I opened the door and then we went, we took our joint over to the stove top and we heated the electric stovetop. It's either stovetop or the toaster. And we held our joint against the heat <laughs> of the element and, and puffed on it until it lit. And then, this is <laughs> like a uh, <laughs> this yeah. is like an Albert Bell cork bat situation. Yes. Somebody had to climb through the yes the window. Yeah. Yeah. The whole thing. Jason, what was his name? <laughs> I forget yeah. that. Yeah, me too. Uh, anyway, what a bitch. He had to climb through the air conditioning ducts like Die Hard yeah. to get Albert Bell's bat. That's pretty good, and because he, he was real skinny, he was the guy right. that played like 19 years. He was a left-handed guy out of the bullpen, Jason something, and he was real skinny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, woman bites Casper the camel's testicles at Louisiana trucks truck stop zoo. <laughs> uh, apparently, Casper did nothing wrong. Um, yeah, the three words that should never exist are truck stop zoo. (laughs) Is this luckily they didn't go in the tiger exhibit (laughs) at the truck stop zoo. Do you think they're taking real good care of that caged camel at the Louisiana truck stop? That that probably was the happiest day of this camel's life because somebody actually paid attention to him. I had to read for my son's class. I had to read a book with him 
because he's real stubborn and won't fucking read on his own. I had to read this book, uh, The Amazing Ivan or something like that. Yeah. And it's about like a gorilla and it's based on a true story about a gorilla in a, you know, like a mall zoo kind of thing, like real shitty strip mall zoo. And it was just the biggest bummer of all these poor animals. But they, yeah. these truck stop zoos exist. Like they're just, they're a disaster. The zoo and, in general is going the way of the dodo. Like, it should. Yeah. It should. It's pretty fucked up. It's a fucked up thing. Unless like there's an injured, unless it's more of a sanctuary where like these things, these animals couldn't live on their own in the I've, wild. I felt, I mean, maybe I'm, um, being naive. I felt like the San Diego zoo had a lot of altruistic things going on. Yeah. San Diego. I think the one in Omaha is supposedly very good. Don't even get me started on the Cincinnati zoo and the way they fucking treat people. Yeah. They don't get to have animals anymore. No. Big After, guy lost his life. Yeah, they're, they're down one gorilla at the Cincinnati they should, Zoo. They should get no more animals. Yeah, the end. What was Harambe you, doing? Yeah, Harambe was just being Harambe. Yeah, you lost your primate privileges, Cincinnati Look, lost Zoo. lost all animal privileges. 100%. To be an empty zoo. Just, all right, go walk around. There's nobody here because we're not allowed to have animals. I went to that San Diego Zoo a few years ago. They got some polar bears there, and it's like 85 degrees, and I'm like, fuck, I feel kind of bad for these polar bears. And then one of them stood up. Have you seen the size of a polar bear? They're, they're, what are they, like 15 feet tall? They're, they're like huge. more than 10 feet tall, like 10, 11 feet tall. It, it's like a fucking actual monster on Earth. Yeah. <laughs> when I went, I went over the summer, and... Uh, it wasn't too hot, but the polar bears did not really want to perform for anyone. Wow, they, they were just, they were yeah. hiding out. They lay they keep um, the water real cold. Texas. Texas man divorces wife without her knowing by forging paperwork. Hero. I mean, Heroic. I I wonder what he thought. Like if he thought like it would just be it would be able to be pulled off. Like the wife would wake up and being like, uh, I guess I don't remember signing any papers. I guess I did. All right, you're out. Do you think he was just like, don't worry, I took care of it. And she's like, okay, yep. okay. I guess he the took divorce? care of it. Yeah, like I took care of it. Don't worry. Took care of it. And then now like, it's like taken care of. Yeah, like go clean out the garage. Like that kind of just a chore. And he's like, oh, yeah, I got I got us divorced. Yeah, I took care exactly. of it. Exactly. I took care of it. Good for him. Good, good for hey, him. this guy's a doer. If somebody's hiring in the whatever part of Texas this guy lives in, give him a job. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think I think we should finish on uh, Mike Pence's home state. Yep, and, Indiana and mother, Mayor Pete. Mayor, that's right. That is in Indiana. Yep, uh, Indiana mother who adopted six-year-old Ukrainian girl with dwarfism has been charged with abandonment. And that's, you know, that's kind of sad. Dwarfism's a tough, tough thing. Um, but, but the mother has a, a different argument. She claims the daughter was found to be a 22-year-old sociopath masquerading as a child. These Russians, Ed, they... Yeah. Do not fuck around. Yeah, what is uh, 
What's the guy's name? Katerov? The the Ukrainian Ramzan Katerov? Yeah, he's the guy who who uh who makes everybody watch him do MMA. He's like Putin's boy. Yeah. No, is yeah, he- yeah. And what about the but he's, he's a monster. Like he's a Putin yeah. puppet. It, yeah. And Ukraine is is a tough tough place to go these days. Yeah. Not easy. What about the other guy with all the horses? Like Georgia or something. It's got oh, like I, 10,000 Oh, this ca- this this Katerov is also the guy. I think John Oliver did a feature on him where he's got the cat pictures and then the cat went missing. Oh yeah. Oh, and there was a big thing where you had to find the yeah. cat or something. Yes. Yes. These. That's that guy. These, these are, that's Ukraine. That's what they have going on. They're yeah. killing gay people. Yeah. It's, a, it's a bad place. They're strategic so, as fuck. Like if there's a way out where if where you can do like a Gypsy Rose, what's her name situation where you pretend to be an infant even though you're 19, you do that I, shit. Yeah, I am curious though. What. What was kind of the end game for the Indiana mother? I mean, for the Indiana daughter. Because, to get out of the Ukraine. Yeah, but do you want to go to Indiana? Like, <laughs> not 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 that I have a problem with all parts of it. I mean, Bloomington seems like a cool place. But but the the thing is, if you're trying a government operation, you know, if you think this is like an assassin that's trying to take out somebody key, yeah. I don't know that you would choose to go to Indiana no, to start I think, your, I your takeover. She's just, she's just she's trying to escape or, you, or yeah. she's got big plans. See, unfortunately, she's got dwarfism. So pornography slash marrying a rich guy, probably not an option for her. So she had to find another way. And she's like, hey, how about I get adopted? And people are like, you're 20. And she's like, nah, but look, I'm small. You can be real cute. Yeah, I'm small <laughs> as fuck. And they're like, I get it. Yeah. But but the story is that she, the mother was saying she immediately was trying to kill her. <laughs> I didn't that's what I'm that. saying. What's, well, yeah, what, what's her angle? Like, you get it. I mean, well, if you just want own. a nice, if you want a nice Midwestern yeah. existence. Yeah. And you get it adopted in Indiana. That's where I'm saying what's her angle. Sorry, I didn't bring up that key detail. Yeah, I but didn't know about she that went, part. She didn't want like a nice, quiet Midwestern life. She wanted to immediately uh, murder the mom. I mean, was she going to try to take over Indiana? Just what, what was she trying to do? Yeah. I don't I mean, know. I don't know what the end game was, but she's Russian. Ed, they're five steps ahead she's like we're like oh should i move the uh, pawn out and in front of the rook here and she's already fucking got you in checkmate she's already come around the fucking other way with the castle you now as a ukrainian do you think she had posters on her wall of vitali potapenko you know the ukraine train 90s basketball player yes of course <laughs> That's all I know about you. I know Ukraine has that terrible Kadyrov leader. And no, now, it's, now the president's the guy that Trump's been calling, who was the oh he, the comedian. Yeah, That's he not, was right. He played the president, which is kind of like if we made Zach Morris the president, or like not oh, even Kadyrov is, is Chechnya. That's right. He's Chechnya. I'm getting yeah. 
Makes yeah. sense. It's, well, they're all hell holes. Any of the stands, <laughs> Dagestan. Dagestan, that's made up. Yeah, no, that's real. Dagestan. That's there. That sounds like a, a New York City supermarket. Kyrgyzstan. I know there's a Kyrgyzstan. Yeah. Uh, there's a few more. Well, the what the which one was the Borat? Uh, oh, Borat's from. Uh, it's a real place. I always thought he was making it up, and then they got mad about it, and I'm like, oh, that's a real place. <laughs> yeah, and not only that, it's the eighth largest country in the world. Oh, it is. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Uh, it's, it escapes and, me. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I don't remember. Uh, okay. No fancy sauce today. She's out of pocket. So I'll catch us. Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan. Yeah. Another one of the eighth largest country in the world. Amazing. You mean by land mass? It's certainly not by population. Yeah, of course not. You know, what's a sneaky population one. Uh, yeah. Indonesia's Indonesia's oh, yeah. like top five. Yeah, there's like something like um, 600 million people or something in Indonesia. And Nigeria is another sneaky high high one. Yeah. Uh, that's why we gave them AIDS. By the way. Control it? Yeah. It didn't want never to be too many. That's why you've given them those freak diseases. Ah, these diseases don't happen anywhere else. Just in Africa. Weird. Uh, Dear Edward, Catherine, and Bri Bri Bex, really enjoyed last week's epi. I have no clue what number it was. 286. Go back and listen to it. Congrats on staying under triple digi minutes. Fancy was right. I am fascinated with Tarek buying his new broad a Ferrari. That's that guy from HGTV. Yeah, yeah. Super rich. If he did, in fact, buy it and it wasn't a lease, clearly this is what he hopes to be the anchor that makes her stick with him. It's the equivalent of a broad getting knocked up to get a man, but in douche form. Yeah, I would agree. Of course, though, all this leads to an important quest that all of you can participate in. Please rank all of the broads on HGTV based on... Not only who you would dump a load into, oh, but how much wow. of a load would be true dumped. romantic <laughs> load size? Love Paul. P.S. The Property Brothers, <laughs> most deaf, have made out with each other. Oh yeah, I pointed out they look like they're about to make out. Yeah, they're twins. Uh, um, so Ed, I don't, I can't name one single person on HGTV besides the Property Brothers, and the I was guy. afraid. Yeah, I was afraid you were going to have an answer to this no, because I don't, I, d- I don't know anyone. Nope. But I will say about HGTV, or maybe it's not even that right channel. Uh, the Brady Bunch, they were purchased by... Yeah, that's HGTV. Yeah, and so they were on Colbert, and it was crazy. They were all like just old people, at, except Marsha. Marsha. No, Cindy Cindy looks old, like, like an old mom. But... She- she didn't look too bad Marcia? when she used to come on remote control with Ken Ober and Colin Quinn back in the day. Of course, that was 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah, that was 1989. Yeah. Um, uh, Marsha looks good. I mean, you know, she's seasoned, but she looks good. And uh, although he looks a little heavier, uh, Christopher Knight, the middle boy. Yeah. Peter. He, the middle he boy. Looks, he looks, you know, Reasonably, he looks, you know, he, he's 
put on a few, but he he looks normal. Yeah. Everyone else looks like they're they're eighty years old. Yeah, well, they are old. Peter, he was the handsome one, and he got the plugs. He had a model, right? Yeah, he married. He was on the the surreal life, and right. then he married the chick from the surreal life. Didn't the, last. I guess didn't work out. She's selling he was Avon doing, in like, Montana now. He he Literally. was doing like fitness ads. Yeah. He was, like he was promoting stuff. He doesn't look super fit yeah. anymore, he's but he's still 60s. like a pretty but he's a good looking dude. Yeah. Um and Marsha looks good, but the others they, they look like grandmothers. It's nice. Yeah, it's kind of sad. a bummer. The, and, and Barry Williams is always kind of weird looking. They're still hanging on to it. Oh yeah. That's they're the they're they were on Colbert promoting a show about like reef refurbishing the Brady house. Yeah. So that that's their whole existence right now. Yeah. Um, and as to his PS, the property brothers have most definitely made out with each other. That's true. Yes. But also, um, one of them, one of the two is currently balls deeping Zoe Deschanel. Really? Yeah. From, that's that's pretty that's pretty crazy. What's that Cameron Crowe movie she did where she was the sister? Uh, I was thinking she's from Elf. Yeah, she's also an Elf. Almost yeah. famous. She was in that. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Everybody just, loved that movie. Yeah. I just saw it once and I was okay with it. Almost famous. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a multiple watch. And also, like you go back and you're like, oh, this is pretty cheesy. Yeah. Not, you know. You're kind of getting tricked. Uh, okay. I know you got to go. You're a guest on another podcast. I, I have 15 minutes. Okay. So I'm going to do some um, fancy stories. Demi Moore blames Ashton Kutcher's infidelity on threesomes they had together. So Demi Moore, what? she's written a, uh, uh, an autobiography, a memoir. What's the difference? Memoir, I would say it's it's where you put a lot of like personal musings in there. Oh, okay. I, that's my guess. Autobiography is you're just telling the story of right. How you, that makes sense. Memoir is where you like adding a bunch of shit. Nobody actually wants to read. Yeah, he. Uh, so apparently, and this is this is pretty slimy of Ashton because. Demi Moore, who is banging? I haven't seen her lately, but she was holding up pretty good last time I saw her. Always had a thing for her since St. Elmo's Fire. She's super hot. She's got the raspy voice. She keeps it tight. She was saying when they were married, they used to bring broads home, and they'd they'd all get in bed and fuck each other, which I think is pretty nice of her. And But then she found out like via Google Alert or something that Ashton had been seen slamming some other broads. He even brought a chick home to their marital bed while she was on a shoot. And he's like, and she's like, Hey, what the fuck? You're cheating on me. And she's like, and he's like, will you let me have threesomes? Just mm. kind of like a week. It's pretty weak of old Ashton. And if I were Mila Kunis, I'd be a little concerned. Here's another one. Channing Tatum. Yeah. Picture of a his, pretty good run. 
Yeah, a picture of his scrotum sold for more than $6,000. Is it a mm. photograph? I think it's a painting. It's got to be like fan fan fiction, but painting. painting. Yeah, yes. A very, um, very realistic portrait of Tatum recently went up on eBay, ultimately sold for a robust 6600 Well, that the uh, that's one of those I'd non-paying like bidder situations. Well, yeah, but I'd it's like not. It's, it looks it's like. just an artist rendering. It's not actually. Yeah, he didn't but pose for I it. I gotta think Magic Mike had some tight shorts. You could probably get an idea. Yeah, you could do like. Um, I watched like Magic Mike in, enhance, and I watched Magic Mike on an airplane once, and I just didn't care enough. Yeah. yeah. I knew that there was some sort of plot going on, but I was kind of transfixed by the dudes. Uh, well, that, I, I that, enjoyed looking at him. That one guy that's married to... Yes, I know who you're talking about. Joe something. Manganello. Yeah. Um, he's I enjoyed looking. jacked. Yeah, he's huge. That dude is. He has no body fat. He has an eight-pack. Right. Pretty sure he's sober. There was, there was a good... I think that has to be it. Yeah. You can't. You can't. Have, have booze and then have, be that yoked. Um, there was a cool thing that happened maybe last week or the week before. Some really douchey guy posted a, a gym shirtless picture of himself, like pretty, pretty jacked. And he said, uh, Oh, I saw this. I saw this, this doesn't, this, you know, this is what it means to not, you know, I'm not into Dungeons and Dragons. Like he was trying to show that he's, all man. And then Joe Manganiello posted a photo of him on the cover of men's health magazine. And he was much more jacked and yeah. he just wrote, I do. Yeah. Yeah. But he does, does he really? I mean, that's just a, like such an easy dunking. It is. But I, I remember, I think it was on one of these late night talk shows. He kind of has like some nerdy opinions about oh, shit. Really? Like Lord of the Rings type yeah. nerdy stuff. And, uh, I mean, good for him. He's he's fucking uh, what's her name? Gloria. Gloria. Well, that's not her name. Luganus. That's <laughs> yeah, Gloria. Greg Luganus. Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna guess her name right now. I can't. I can't. No, what, I, she's the highest paid paid woman on TV. I know. I'm gonna guess it right now. The other Gloria day, I, I couldn't Luganus. think of Anjay Kopitar from the Kings, and that's I know who he is, and I couldn't think of his name. I've just thought. God, of it, I can't though. even think of her name. I can so, picture Sophia her. Vergara. So fear. <laughs> I prefer Gloria Luganus. I know that would be pretty sweet. That would be pretty sweet. <laughs> um, so Terrence, speaking of guys with small dicks, Terrence Howard, we've we've determined uh, we determined on this show. Yeah, he's. I think he smacked his first round wife around. He just. He seems like he's got a problem with alcohol, maybe pills for me. Apparently, his he's, voice cracks. Yeah, he's got kind of like he's got kind of like a whisper voice, and he was in Iron Man, but then they wouldn't pay him enough, so they're like, "Oh, we'll just get Don Cheadle instead." And Hustle and Flow was an awesome movie that he was in, but yeah, that's about it. He's apparently on some TV. I think he's on the Justice Smollett. Yeah, show Empire. It's a huge show. I've never seen it, but it's huge. Me either. Yeah, but it's not huge anymore because it's been canceled, or they're having the last season. And so they're asking him on the on the red carpet of the Emmys. They're like, 
hey, what are you going to do after this? And I'll just read you the quote. This is his answer. There's basically, they're just like, so what's next for you? And this is what he said. Everyone keeps trying to tell me, don't say it's forever, but I've spent 37 years pretending to be people so that people can pretend to watch and enjoy what I'm doing when I've made some discoveries in my own personal life with the science that Pythagoras was searching for. Uh, <laughs> this is like Grandpa Simpson. It's what is he just... I was able to open up the flower of life properly and find the real wave conjugations that we've been looking for for 10,000 years. Why would I continue walking on water for tips when I've got an entire generation to teach a whole new world? Uh-oh. He- <laughs> That's it. Oh, wait, hold on. How... He's he's announced that he's going to post a video on YouTube that will, quote, prove that gravity is only an effect and not a force. What? Oh, wow. He's taking on Isaac Newton. Do you think he should chill? Like, we need to get him together with the Blink-182 guy? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Barker? Is that? Nope. Uh, no, Tom. Tom, Tom DeLonge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's amazing when people start really believing. I mean, Tom Cruise has reached this crazy well, yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, he's got some different shit. Okay, this is the this is my favorite story of the last decade, probably. Okay. Silicon Valley star Thomas Middleditch. You know Silicon Valley? Ed? Yeah, great show, nerdy, great show. like and super nerdy guy. He's the main guy, right? He plays Richard. Right. He was Whoa. also the dude who good scene in uh, in uh, Wolf of Wall Street where Jonah Hill like kills his goldfish. Right. I don't remember that, but I'll take your word for it. Quote: Swinging saved my marriage. What? On the hit HBO show Silicon Valley, lead character Richard Hendricks is a software nerd. Blah blah blah. So it may come as a surprise to the fans to learn that Thomas Middleditch, the actor who plays the socially challenged coding genius, is a bed-hopping swinger with a penchant for group sex and sleeping with his fans. And what's more, his stunningly beautiful costume designer wife, Molly Gates, is okay with it. Whoa. Middleditch made his surprising public declaration that he and his wife were swingers in an interview in the new issue of Playboy, which so far has received most attention for pictures of Kylie Jenner. Well, he's, he's doing pretty well with Molly Gates. I mean, I know he's a famous actor, but he's not handsome. He's not good looking. He's, he's very odd looking and she is good looking. She is good looking and she, she cannot be that into it. So he said, Shortly after the wedding bells, he decided that the one-woman plan to which he had signed up wasn't going to cut it. I like that it's always the dude that should not be telling his chick that they're that they're they shouldn't be monogamous is the only guy that does it. It's always like the fat guy that owns a car right. dealership. Or yeah, this is crazy. I'm crazy. looking at a million pictures of them and. Every one of them, he looks like he doesn't belong in the picture. 
To be honest, swinging has saved our marriage. We have different speeds and we argue over it constantly. But it's better than feeling unheard and alone and that you have to scurry in the shadows. I don't know how much I can say because I don't want my wife to be mad at me. I don't feel what's the end game like? What's what's the win in coming out and making this a public public information? Yeah. Like I you can be a swinger think. and not tell the media. Right. What Right. Now now he now his wife has everybody knowing yeah that he enjoys cheating on her. She's been cucked. He's I, cucked his is, own wife. Just if you type in Middle Ditch Molly Gates, every picture it looks like somebody paid to be next to a pretty girl. Yeah, she's very cute. I don't and know what he's, she's doing. There. She's odd looking. odd looking. Yeah. Wow. She's the second Molly that comes up if you type in her name. Very cute, like kind of a girl next door, blonde. She's going to be out of this thing quick. Right. Um, have you seen Lenny Kravitz's sunglasses? No. So he made a tweet. Quote, I'm missing this pair of sunglasses after my show in L.A. at the Shrine this weekend. They are incredibly sentimental to me. They are vintage and they belong to a family member hoping to get them back. And then he put, he what? lists his Who email. borrows sunglasses? Kravitzglasses at gmail.com. And I had a friend that was at the Lenny Kravitz concert this week. Did his again. penis explode out of his pants again? No, but he is so beautiful. And she was like, yeah. right. She must, she might've been first row or second row or third row because she had all, she posted all these Insta stories where she's right directly in front of him. And I'm like, let me go back and look at those. And I went back and looked and he's wearing the glasses. Right. So this is like evidence. He had them during the show. I got to think his penis was involved in this. He, this guy. He fucks so much. I, I saw a thing on like an architectural digest thing where they do like celebrities homes and he lives on this ranch in Brazil and it's way out in the middle of nowhere. And I thought to myself, well, that seems kind of remote. And then I'm like, he has to go there to get away from all the ravenous hordes of pussy that are trying to attack his dong all the time. <laughs> yeah. He's got a, he essentially has to go off the grid if he yes. doesn't want to get attacked by yeah. women. It's like an eco. Yeah, he's like not hooked up to the internet or anything. He has to go out there and hide from ass. Anyway, I remember showing Michelle the video of uh of the exploding penis. Yeah. And then I went and did something else and then I came back like she a half hour later she's still she was, watching. Yeah. Yeah, it's only like a 3 second video. Yeah, but I mean, didn't he? He juiced it though. He had some type of a uh, an apparatus, I believe. Was yeah. there, there was a cock ring involved? Yeah, I mean, look, as glorious as his penis was, yeah, I don't think they just explode out of uh, leather pants like that. No, these were tearaways. Yeah, yeah, it popped out. I think there was a Velcro situation, and also, I don't. I don't know if you could zoom in, but I imagine at this point that thing is calloused. Like it's just been, it's been, yeah, it's just been it's like an old baseball glove. It's yeah. been used too yes. much. Yes. 
overused. Okay, one more, and then I'll let you go do the do the the uh, trough talk show that I was on a couple weeks ago. Screech is going to replace Lenny Dykstra in the Bagel Guy fight, which kind of makes me happy. I would like Screech. I'm, I'm pro Bagel Guy now. No, really, I I, I kind of switched. I hate I, Bagel Guy. I hate both. I don't, so oh. do I. Sorry, I've been watching Lenny's penis explode. I hate... (laughs) And now I can't stop watching it. (laughs) It just just explodes. I think... uh, I want Dustin Diamond to prevail. He's he's such a douche. Over Bagel Guy. He's the guy... They both... Yeah, I mean, I do want to see the Bagel Guy... I, I have to watch that video again. I like when he just challenges the one dude. You want to take it outside? And the guy just mashes him. Well, ba- bagel guy's like 4'11". Wait, um, well, he's very small. This oh, God. Dustin, like Lenny Cavard's penis. I can't stop watching this thing. Dustin, I got to turn off the screen. Dustin Diamond has previous celebrity boxing experience. He apparently uh, thrashed. Did he fight Willis? Oh no, he thrashed Horshack. Horshack's dead, I think. <laughs> well, he wasn't in 2002 when when he was bested in the ring. Was it um I think most of them are dead. I think even Freddie Boom Boom Washington. Do you th- Epstein? Do you, do you on Epstein? Horshack died from a Boom Boom Mancini situation at the hands of Screech. It could have been cuz I don't how, when did he? When did Horshack die? Ron Palilo? Buku Kim? Buku Kim? Buku Kim? Was the guy he murdered? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Something Kim. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good guess. He was Fuck. Korean. No, he got. He died in 2012. Oh, so no blood. Well, hopefully Screech gets the best of him. Okay, that'll do it. So sorry we weren't able to feature Fancy Sauce today. Hopefully she's back next week. More music. No, no I'm going to put that in. I'm going <laughs> to add the music. Uh, uh, that's the magic of editing. Yes, but we didn't have any voicemails because I've set up the wrong rig today. My bad. I set up I set up the Bachelor rig where we don't play voicemails rather than the baller but now, but, rig. But now the word is out. If you want to get paid, you start following these picks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Patreon picks. Right. You nailed the Jaguars Thursday night game. Try to get them to me a little earlier, though, like on Friday, Friday. Yeah. Remember when I got them to you Friday morning and then you posted them Saturday morning? That's when I fucked up. That's I fucked up on that one. The next one I'll do. The next one I'll do. Don't rush genius. Don't rush genius. Well, I know what you're doing. You're trying to get the lines where you want them. Before you, before you no, make, picks. I just don't think about the game until like Friday. But I, yeah. I got him into you, and I dominated. Yeah, no, you did, you did, you did great. Uh, okay, for Ed Daily, my name is Brian Beckner. This has been episode two hundred eighty-seven of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. We will see you next week. Podcast getting bigger and not smaller. Broadcasting weekly, that's what we do. With Easy Ed Daily and the man Jay Stew and Brian Beckner, quick to dissect the week in sports and culture and whatever. 
Plus you know there's Kate with a C But she's known as Fancy Pop to you and me Talking loud comers, conundrums, my brothers Reviewing some movies and shows and the others Top podcast, man, no one is above us Five star, even the haters will love us And we're not trying to talk politics a lot We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot Shit's so hot, man, you know the shit's on top Top podcast, man, it really hits the spot Listen up, you players and shot callers TBLS, the lifestyle's baller And you know the show is so flawless TBLS, the lifestyle's baller Listen up, you players and shot callers TBLS, the lifestyle's baller And you know the show is for all us TBLS, the lifestyle's baller